Welcome to the MS Twins. I apologize for the late posting. A lot to do. That's that's all I'm going to say. But today, Garrett and I talk about our weekends, some hope that the Lord has promised through Jeremiah, and then again, Paul, when he writes to the Hebrews, and then we just have fun talking to my grandmother. Um, What's up, dude? What are you doing? Waiting for you. Hey, I was uh, sorry it took a little bit. I was trying to find that service that I watched last night so I could tell you about it today. I don't know if when is the best time, but uh, I found it. So anyway, <laughs> so what did you do this weekend? Oh, bro, my my weekend was awesome. Saturday, nice. Yeah, Saturday, I uh, just, I hung out at my buddy's house most of the day. Yeah. And uh, we just didn't do anything. And then his daughter had the brilliant idea of, why don't we play Mario Kart? Because they got a Nintendo Switch for uh, Christmas. Okay. What's the Switch? Uh, it's the newest um, Nintendo console. Okay. And they have like, they have old games and new games. And some games, they took like the, the basic premise and then applied it to, like they, they redid Mario Kart. Okay. It's the same basic premise, but it's just cooler. You know what that's got me thinking about is Contra. You ever play that one? No, I never played that. Oh, man. I think, I don't know, I was about to call it the best Nintendo game ever, but and then I'm thinking other things like uh, Mario World or something like that. Anyway. Yeah, and the, the best Nintendo game ever, hands down, it's Goldeneye, dude. Is what? Goldeneye. Okay. I hadn't heard of that one. I know it's like a Bond movie. But right, it's a it's a game based off that that movie, and the multiplayer in that game is phenomenal. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So back to what 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 were you saying about Contra? Oh yeah, that game Contra is I freaking love that game. I played the crap out of it. I never beat it, but I don't know. I I think 
Oh, Mario Brothers. That's what it was. That's what I used to play that, you know, I'd be one. I don't know if I ever beat two or three, but uh, whatever. I love those games. And uh, I still have my original Nintendo. And, like, uh, I probably have 30 games with it. And uh, it doesn't work now, though. (laughs) Yeah, it's a bummer. Actually, you know what I'm thinking about now? And uh, it might be gone now. Anyway, I had a lot of stuff stolen when I moved up here. So, I'm trying to remember the last time I saw it, and I don't remember the last time I saw it. Oh, well. That sucks. Yeah, it does. I mean, the original Super Mario Brothers, you know, each time you beat a a level... You know, I... that, That little jingle... You rock, <laughs> rock me to sleep. <laughs> I I go to bed like, yeah, man. I'm the boss. Yeah. So, and then yesterday, I went up to the snow with my brother, sister-in-law, and my ex-wife and my son. And we just had fun. Like, I mean, I, I myself, I was just sitting there watching. Yeah. Like, it, they, the spot was amazing. But if I had gone down the hill where they were sledding, I'd still be there, bro. Because <laughs> you had fun or because you fell over? <laughs> <laughs> no, just because it was the snow pack had turned to ice and I had zero grip. So there's no way I would be able to make it up. No, sure. So, but. Nevertheless, I I had a blast. Nice. Well, you yeah. got to see your kid. That's cool. Yeah. Cause if if he would if my ex wife wouldn't have been showing up with my son, like no, I wouldn't. I'd I'd rather go to church. Okay. Like, I'm not going to miss out on church just to go hang out with my brother and sister-in-law. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. It was... It was a lot of fun. Good deal. Yeah. At first, I was going to choose church over... You know, going to the snow 
And then I talked to my ex-wife on Saturday night and she's like, yeah, the road conditions, they, they look, we're, we're going to go. I'm like, awesome. So I, <laughs> I let everybody know at church, Hey, I'm not going to be there. Yeah. Right. Did you just drive up there? Or did she come and get you or how'd that work out? No, I I drove up there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I can't drive these days, so uh, I don't know. Right. <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah. So i i got I got stuck once. My my brother had to lift up my car. My brother's a beast, dude. He's six four, like two hundred pounds. Works for Sparklets. So, like I I I buried the front end of my car in a snowbank, which I was unaware of because I didn't get out of the car, and he's like. Dude, you're you're stuck. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm aware of that fact. I put it in drive, tires just spin. Put it in reverse, the tires just spin. So he lifted up the front end of my car. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, like while I was pushing on the gas, but my my brother's a beast, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's you got your own personal tow truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what did you do over the weekend? I didn't do too much, really. Um, I've been eating a ton of this uh, these gluten-free tortillas. Well, they're gluten and rice-free. They're uh, made from the cassava plant. And, uh, and these and fake cheese. So I've been eating because I can't eat gluten and I can't eat dairy. So... Uh, Anyway, I've been eating a ton of these quesadillas. They're like, I don't know, kind of fake cheese and fake tortillas, so I guess it makes them a fake quesadilla. I don't know. But, uh, um, anyway, I don't know. I decided I need to switch it up a little bit because I don't know. I'm the kind of person that when I find something to eat, I just eat a ton of it. And uh, that isn't good. So uh, I eat too much of it. And uh, so I got to figure out. I have to do another grocery order today. I figure out what it is I'm going to get. But uh, yeah, I got to do something different, you know. Yeah, that, I mean, I, I can be the same way. It's like there was one day 
I was just eating Lucky Charms the entire day. I love Lucky Charms. Yeah, I just demolished like an entire box of Lucky Charms. And then I like look. My mom got home from work. She's like, "What'd you eat today?" I'm like, "Well, about that." <laughs> So, yeah. Food. When when we find food that we like, we just, yeah. Just, okay, give me. Just keep it coming. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I went through a few years of eating obnoxious amounts of food i mean obnoxious like i uh would go to work with this uh lunch box that was uh i think the box was 10 by 11 by 12 i'm guessing it was pretty big and um and it was packed full of stuff and i'd eat all of it for lunch so i was i went through a phase of well, I was trying to gain weight and uh, I ate so much food. I was, I was even counting my calories and I was in the eight or 9,000 range depending on the day, um, which, which is grossly abnormal. And um, so anyway, I was eating so much. I just got tired of eating and uh which stinks because i love to eat but now when i eat it feels more like a chore you know what i mean yeah yeah so when i find something that works i overdo it my lie. and uh so anyway i'm on to the next round now i gotta find something else to eat <laughs> yeah yeah. Yeah, like in, in high school I was eating like five, six thousand calories a day. Okay. Just to survive, you know? Okay. Playing hockey. Um and then I was in marching band. <laughs> Which I found out after I graduated high school. I was the marching band. Okay. Like I, I would be we would be on the field and I the entire band was following my count because if I wasn't playing, I was just like So I was an on-field metronome. Well, that's kind of what the drummer is, right? Yeah. That's that. That's what I thought until I graduated and that metronome wasn't there anymore. Okay. And it just went downhill, like, quickly. Huh. So, but still, 
you know, I, I can still keep time better than most people that I know. All right. I guess, like, I guess that's key for a drummer though, right? Yeah. I, and I don't think that's ever going to go away. Yeah, I don't know. How, how are you at keeping time? Um, I, I know, I always know when it's time to eat. And uh, <laughs> I know when I should get up in the morning. And uh, that's kind of the extent of it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like your internal clock. Right. Yeah, but me and timing beyond that, it's questionable. I know when it's about to get dark out because it's already starting, you know? And yeah. uh, I don't know. I'm kind of on autopilot to some degree. Right. Yeah, and you're, you're way more north than I am, so your days are even shorter than mine. Yeah, the days right now are pretty short. Yeah. That just blows my mind. What's that? Just how like just the the physics makes sense with your relation to the sun versus mine. Yeah. But with like a finite brain it just it it's just like well are you really that much more north than i am cuz i i know that like seattle their days are like 5 hours long oh really and yeah. How, how long are your days? You know, I haven't even looked at it. Oh. Probably like, uh, let's see, probably like nine hours. All right. Yeah. Like, well, because my days, they're probably maybe... Like ten. Okay. So I guess in relation, like you and I aren't that far off, but the further north you go, I think it's kind of like just each moment of time versus each um quadrant or coordinate you go up it it like it multiplies by like an exponent of like two or three 
Like, I, I, I don't know how good you are with math, but that was one of the things that came with being married to a math major in college. Still there? Odds are yes, but you're not coming through. And we're back. Hey, what's up? All right. You know, I just remembered uh, what I did this weekend. Um, my neighbor, one of my neighbors was telling me about how, uh, well, it's where my tree came from this year, but um, you go out there and uh, you go to like a, basically a Christmas tree farm and you cut down your tree and a tree is only uh 10 bucks. And, um, like this last year, I looked at all kinds of stuff because I wasn't sure how I was going to deal with the tree, not having a tree because I'm not driving and whatever. This year's just different across the board. And uh, um, he was telling me about this place that they go, it's 10 bucks. You go there and then you just find a tree and cut it down. Nice. So, yeah. So I'm like, you know what? This year, I was like, I can't. This, I don't know what to do about this tree business because I love having a real tree. It puts an awesome smell in the room. And uh, I don't want to get a fake tree. And I looked at buying a fake tree, and it was like, it was, there were like two or 300 bucks. And uh, that's kind of where they started. And I don't know if that, I think it might just be up here for some reason. But um, if I got a real tree, it's only 10 bucks. I'm like, what? So anyway, I was like, well, next year, I should probably just get a, a real tree. It'd be fun to go out there, cut it down myself and uh, whatever. Me, I can bring the kids out there with me. We'll all cut a tree down. And, uh, you know, whatever, I guess. I mean, it's not like uh, we're taking down a forest. They uh, they plant the trees every year, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> or, yeah. or those particular trees in the last few years. But, um, yeah. So, I think that would be fun anyway, just go out there with the kids, cut a tree down, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, 
I haven't had a real tree since I was like 12 or 13. Really? Yes. So you're used to the whole fake tree thing. Right. Um, yeah, that's how I grew up is with fake tree. Yeah, like it, it was it's simply because my sister and I were allergic. Oh, you are? Yeah, for some well, I don't know if you could actually say we're allergic, but um we were we used to have to do like my mom would my my dad would get the tree, bring it home, and then like the next day my sister and I are doing like breathing treat treatments. Oh, really? Yeah. That's crazy. So, do you ever do any camping or anything? Uh, no. I mean, I I don't know if you could call it camping per se, but when I did a mission in uh, Mexico, I we stayed in a tent for a week. And I was fine. All right. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. Except for the night it rained and we all got wet. Yeah, that's like the worst. Trying to sleep and be wet at the same time. That is the worst. Yeah, it's... uh... It kind of doesn't happen. I went camping with some friends one year, and uh, it was a good time. We had a lot of fun. It was raining, but uh, we still had a lot of fun. Anyway, we built like a a tarp area where it was a large area covered by tarps and um, and then a hole in the middle for the campfire and stuff. But uh, one of the nights... One of the guys was sleeping in his car, and uh, I think it was like it was the rear hatch, the window collapsed because it was snowing. And uh, I don't know, it seems kind of weird. Like, I'm looking at the physics behind it, and I can't see how it possibly happened, but it did, obviously, because in the middle of the night, the guy was awake and without a window, you know. <laughs> and uh yeah so anyway there's a lot to be said for staying dry <laughs> yes like i i enjoy camping i've i've stayed in a tent but I've also stayed in a cabin and believe it or not I would choose the tent like every time it must have been a a lousy cabin or what I don't know oh no the cabin was amazing the the plus is in the cabin you have a toilet and a shower. Right. 
in a, in a tent, you don't. So you've got to get up and go find the bathroom or for us males, just go outside. Yeah, when it's normally cold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Getting out of a warm sleeping, glass, sleeping bag, trying to go take a leak, and uh, it's cold out there. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm far enough from the tent that it's it's good. If I go any further, I'm going to get like frostbite on unmentionable places. <laughs> right. So this is good. Good deal. So, yeah, but I I don't know if you heard um, before my my equation for how it it gets darker the further north you go. Okay. Yeah, I remember that's about where things cut off. Okay. Yeah. So, it's like, you know, between me and you, it's not that big of a difference. Right. But between you and Seattle, it's a much bigger difference because of the exponent as you climb the the degrees on the globe. Sure. And it's it's like you know, that's that's all my my math knowledge is all thanks to my ex-wife who, you know, graduated with a d- degree in mathematics. Right. So that I do thank her for that. And I, I thank her for my son. Right. And then we'll just leave it at that. Fair enough. Yeah. The the next thing is I wanted to cover a couple version or a couple verses on God's promised hope for us. One from the Old Testament, one from the New Testament. Okay. So, in the Old Testament, it's Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. And it says, For I know the plans I have for you. This is the Lord's declaration. Plans for your well-being for or not for disaster to give hope to your future and your hope. Okay. So what's what's your takeaway? Well, I think uh 
again, I'm falling back on that thing I mentioned like 15 freaking times because uh, whatever, that's my fault. But uh, is um, I take that to me. What's up? Just at my grandma's. At your grandma's. Yep. So let's uh let's talk about those verses. Um like talking about hope. Okay. So uh the first one is Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans I have for you. This is the Lord's declaration. Plans for you, your well-being, not for disaster. Got to turn the page. For you, a future and a hope. Like, you know, just starting it, kind of reading the verse, like, just out of context. When it starts, for I know the plans I have for you. When you just read that, it's like, well, I hope so. You're God. Yeah. Like, what's... Like just that first part. What what does that say in your translation? Um. Well, it just, it just tells me he has uh, plans and ideals in mind for me already, without me even saying, "Hey, help me with this" or whatever you know. But uh, right. yeah, he already has ideas for what needs to happen or should happen or whatever with me. And I think it's up to me to figure out what that is. And it would be, uh, well, figure out what it is I need to do. Like, uh, I would imagine it has to do with me raising my kids, me setting an example for others, me telling others or setting an example for others to witness him, so to speak. And, uh, well, ways for me to be an example of him and his will. And then, um, if I keep trying to do his will, then that will, uh, impact a bunch of other areas, but it's something that's going to be, um, for me, not defined today but it'll be defined in 20 minutes or whatever when I go off to do something, whatever it is I I plan on doing, whatever I'm doing, if I'm uh, acting in line with his will, then I think that will um, be displayed, whatever it is I'm doing. 
and uh, others can see that. Yeah. And it's like the the verse says, it's like plans for well-being and not for disaster. Which, and that tells me, well, okay, so if I do anything that ends in disaster... That wasn't his plan. That that was me taking over. Yeah, perhaps that means it's just a an eye opener or kind of a big red flag being waved saying, Hey, this didn't end so well. If it didn't end so well, then it's probably not what he had in mind for me. So maybe I need to take a step back and rethink my uh my moves and decide which ones of those moves were and were not in line with what he wants and uh, do my best to do that. And probably it isn't a bad idea for me to take a step back and jump into some prayer about that and be like, Hey, what's going on? Please help me. I'm trying to do your will, but things didn't turn out so well. So, it's pretty likely that I'm not doing your will. So please help me to figure out what exactly is in your will that I was doing and what is not that I was doing. How can I better achieve your goal? Right. And it, it, it all circles back to the, I don't understand it, but I trust you. Yes, definitely. Yeah. It's kind of like you start at that point knowing that we're probably not going to understand much of anything. <laughs> <laughs> but we 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 do it anyways. We uh we have a starting point and um it's up to us to work towards staying in line with that starting point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like my, my analogy of in my life, I'm running a three legged race with Christ. I got, I got one leg attached to him and I, I got to make sure I make decisions that aren't like Christ is going to go right. I'm going to go left. It's like, okay, I got to realize that almost immediately and shift courses. Yep. Or yeah. Or it just gets really, really difficult. Or impossible. <laughs> got to keep in mind, he's got the other leg and a half, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's like, he's strong enough to drag me, but he, he'll go with me down the wrong path. And then at the end of that path, when... I have the 
eye-opening oh moment. Then he'll he'll walk me back to the right path. Which in most cases is a little bit more difficult and that's my doing but Christ is going to get me back to the right path. Sure he will. It's uh, it's just on us to do his will and um, I think it over time, it's just uh, a continuous learning experience to when when we are and are not in line with his will. Right. Yeah, he won't abend us or forsake us, right? But uh, I guess as, as long as we stay cognizant of the fact that we should always be working to do his will and um, and humble enough to be open to um, uh, correction for lack of a better word correct yeah. correction from him to say hey you know we could swallow our pride and be like hey yeah you know what I thought I was doing well but I'm not as good as him but what I can do is uh, reroute and make adjustments. And that's kind of our role, our job is to reroute, make adjustments, and do things more in line with what he wants, you know, or just in line, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that, wow you uh, kind of tied in perfectly to the next verse, which is Hebrews 6, 19. <laughs> which says, we have this hope as an anchor for the soul. So it's like, you know, like what we were saying, it's like this hope that that Christ gives us is an anchor. It it ties us down. So we're not going to go too far one way or the other because, I mean, it's an anchor. So it only goes so far. Yeah, I think the... Uh... Every anchor has a, a rope or a chain attached to it. And um, I think our the chain or the rope for us is uh, our continuing desire to do his will. You know what I mean? His will yes. doesn't change. His desires don't change. But um, I think the only thing that can change is our... Um, desire to do that and uh and that's where the rope and the chain would come into place i think where if our chain or our rope disappear because of us <laughs> it's not gonna be because of him but if they disappear right. because of us then um they're kind of our uh 
reminder, I guess, to say, hey, don't drift this way, don't drift that, and um, stay on, stay in line, stay in, you know, stay anchored. Yeah. Right. It's it's like okay. You're attached to this point. You can only go so far. And then you have to come back. It's it's just like okay. Lately what I've been saying is I'm 34, divorced. Um, like, I have a, an illness that really affects me. I live with my parents at 34. And I have never been closer to God than ever. Like, I'm so happy because of that fact. Sure. So it was like, I I went through, like, and looking back, I can now see it where I, I just, I untied my leg from Christ and I just did it myself, like completely without him for a while. And then my entire world came crashing down. I think... And it's it's what sorry. It it's almost like God said, "Okay, well, I hate to say it, but I I told you so." Yeah, I, I think um, it might not be correct to say I did it myself, but I tried to do it myself. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. It's it's um it's interesting that uh you know you see a lot of things uh after the fact I guess or looking back you can see it a lot better what the way things went and the way they could have gone the way they should have gone but um I guess in that sense it's hindsight is 2020 and um the the times when it's 2020 in hindsight hindsight is uh you're looking back and you're reevaluating things didn't go the way you wanted or you expected and you have to say well to begin with was i in line with what he was wanting me to do do i think he was i'm not perfect enough to say oh yeah this is great this is exactly what i should have done but um i think that uh when you look back at what you did and it didn't turn out the way you thought and you think, was I in line? And you're probably able to say yes or no. I don't think I was. And for things that didn't turn out well or turn out in a way that you, they turned out the way you thought was well at the time. But looking back on it, you're like, you know what? That wasn't the right way. It could have been better. And so uh, you have to ask yourself, was I, in doing that, was I doing things or attempting to do them in um, his way? 
Right. Yep. Because our finite brains don't really work like Christ's brain. It's like we have a long way to go to even try to comprehend how it like Christ and God think. But, you know, luckily um he gave us the Holy Spirit, so that that helps. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's the biggest piece of hope that I could be given, honestly. It's just like, well, again, you got to be able to take a step back and be like, well, yeah, that's, that's great, but now look who's in my corner now like what who anything what can come against me like that's that's a massive hope yeah if god's on my side who can be against me right exactly for this segment uh, I thought it would be fun since I am at my grandma's um, to have my grandma kind of give her perspective on like what it's like to be a grandma to a grandson who has MS. Okay. So her name is Shelba, but I call her Gigi. And, <laughs> How does that even happen? Well, like, she's a great grandma. So, instead of saying great grandma, it's just, it's just Gigi. How about Donma? <laughs> well, no, you know, well, it, who am I to speak? I don't, whatever, you know, that's cool. That was, yeah. That, that's what it is. And, That's what it is. Well, and, and in my family, um, like I actually go by my middle name, so they call me Jason. Really? Yeah. Just because my grandfather actually like went by Don. He was Donald Joseph. My my dad is Donald J. I'm Donald Jason, and my son is Donald Malachi. Oh, really? Yeah. So, we, like, we just, when I'm with my family, I go by my middle name, but everywhere else, I'm Don. Gotcha. Yeah. So, All right. Yeah. So, Gigi, what is it like? Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Okay. It's good to hear your voice again. 
Hey, you too. What, from, like, your eyes, how do you view MS? Oh, boy. Well, we've we've had to accept it because it started when you were 16. 15. 15. Yeah. I keep this thing 16. But when you when you started with it it was gradual and it bothered us it hurt us that our grandson was sick with MS and we we were very concerned and but as we go along we've accepted it we've watched you handle all of your problems and all of your medications and the ups and downs in your life, you've worked really hard to be uh, as normal and flexible and you wanna work and uh, you're very, um, you, you really wanna be, um, what's the word for it? You just, you just really have a lot of get up and go and, but the MS keeps you down a little bit. And that's hard to watch. Yeah. Because you, you want to work. You're a worker. You've got a lot of energy. Yeah. I, so it holds you down. I get the get up and go from yeah. grandpa. Yeah. you got the get up and go. <laughs> <laughs> so that's very hard to watch when you, when you want to do things and, and, um, we, and you can't, it, but we have to, we just have to go along with it and not act, you know, like we're too upset about it. We just, we just had to accept it. And so that's, that's what we do. We just help you as much as we can encourage you. Yeah. And um, you're doing good. You're doing good. I, I, I can't believe it how good you're doing since your last pneumonia spell, you're eating good and taking care of yourself. And that's the main thing. And I probably get on your nerves. Because <laughs> I say, Garrett, if he goes outside with when it's cold, I'll say, Jason, be sure you have your coat on. <laughs> I'm okay, Grandma. <laughs> But Jason, he's 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 had it rough since he was sixteen, but he's he's doing good now. He's 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 doing really well by taking care of himself, make sure his 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 medicine is all worked out, all leaked. He goes to his doctor's appointments, um, takes care of his car. Uh, he's a very busy guy, and now he's uh, at church which is wonderful. Sure. They, they keep him so, so busy. And we're so happy about that. I am because I go to church. Sure. And, uh, we know all about prayer. We pray. We pray, pray, pray. I pray all the time for Jason. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, we're good. We're good. He drove over today. We're going to have lunch. Once a week he comes, and uh, so yeah, he's doing good. He's doing well. He looks good. I wish you could see him. 
I see maybe, him in my dreams. Maybe, we'll, maybe, we'll, maybe, maybe we can Zoom you. Zoom. <laughs> but, yeah. Do you have any questions you want to ask me? About um, Jason? Well, ask me some questions. Yeah, you know, I... Um, I was about to say, it's hard for me to ask the questions, but then I was like, well, yeah, maybe I'm the one that should be because I've got MS. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm really not sure. Okay. Yeah. It's, and I'm not avoiding, but no. I'm like, I'm like, uh, well, crap. I ask questions all the time. But they're questions about me and how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? Yeah. Saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're, you're kind of, you have, like Erica. She lives right around the corner, oh, and yeah. she has MS. Yes. So, yeah. Is that who's Erica? Is she like same age as one of you no. or she's the chick that uh we, oh we're we on the phone to. yeah gotcha yeah mm-hmm. how old that is she? she like all right i think i she said maybe i don't remember but uh I'm just curious i guess don she our age or uh, oh she's well, got kids she's- right I think she's older than you. Okay. I think she's in her forties. Yeah. Like he, I, oh, I. One of those I old have, people, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I have steered away from asking any woman her age. That's that's just like a rule I have. No, no. I think it's one of those things where. The best time to do that is when you're not around her or her friends and you're just around some guys. And uh, if they know, then okay. If not, then, well, leave it at that, you know? Yeah. 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 Some girls are more sensitive about that than others. And I don't know. I don't ever want to find out which it is because it's usually going to be the hard way. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. I, her personality, I really, I don't think she would mind if, if I asked her. No. But I, I know she has two um, teenage daughters. She's in her 40s. Okay. So that's, that's, I, I, Honestly, if if I get along with you, I don't really care what your age is. That's what I was gonna say. Well, no, sure. Personality, and you're a lot of fun, and you can talk, laugh, cry. What's what's doesn't matter how old you are. No, the way I look at it is the age gives me a better idea how to. uh, Um steer my end of the conversation i suppose because you know different age groups see things differently that's true and uh it i guess better enable me to be cognizant of 
who I'm talking to. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I can make jokes about some things, which would be fine with someone same age as me, where if I was talking to someone um, older than me, it wouldn't go so well. <laughs> or if I'm talking to someone younger than me, like my daughter, you know, maybe they'll start rolling their eyes. Because <laughs> I'm not a <laughs> year old, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just sometimes you get reminded what age you are or, in my daughter's case, are not. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, it's it's kind of, I, I know that men, like, we generally, we just don't care. Right. It's like, you've got eight years on me, but our senses of humor they're like spot on yeah well you know it, it it's kind of it speaks to your your ability a bit you know i mean i'm so much older than you but i'm still better looking and you you cope <laughs> with that okay <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's uh I think I think I wrote a Christmas card to my neighbor down the street. Well, I didn't write it. My I got my daughter to write it because <laughs> well, it just goes better that way. But uh she's like she made she made some kind of yeah, she made some kind of comment to me about um crap, I've been thinking about this for the last few days since I talked to him, but uh I don't know, something like the way she worded that I wrote this card sounded a little bit corrosive. I can't think of the better word, but uh, it wasn't as polite and friendly as it should have been. You know what I'm saying? But yes, I, I was in the Navy and uh, all we did was mess with each other 24-7. You know what I mean? And, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I got used to that and my guy friends... Whatever, that's just what we do. But uh, I don't know. Someone from outside that group won't take it that way. And uh, and I, this guy, neighbor down the road, um, the card I gave him, if you aren't on the same, I don't know, mindset, I guess, you're not on the same thinking, then you'll read it and you'll be like, why the heck would you say that to somebody? You know what I mean? And, uh, <laughs> but at a point it's like guy to guy or like me to my old friends, it was more of a, a term of endearment kind of poke. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, to someone outside that box, they'd be like, what the heck is wrong with you? Aren't you guys friends? You know what I mean? Right. It's like, oh, that's super rude. And then, like, that's what someone on the outside would say. And then your response to that that same scenario is you're busting up laughing. You know, that's, it's, it's like, 
an inside joke type thing. So I was singing when I was uh in the in the interim there. I was singing about that question I was answering, and I'm like, you know what? I'm pretty sure I just went off on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> so uh what's up with the question? What is the question again, please? Okay, I thought it was very nice that you had an extra Christmas card on your counter and that you thought about your neighbor to send him a Christmas card, him or her, whatever. And yeah. what, what was the problem that they didn't like your Christmas card? And Did they confront you yeah. about it? Yeah. All right. Okay. So now I'm back where we were. Uh, yeah. The only person that confronted me about it was my daughter. Kind of like... Uh, saying something to me about the card I wrote. And I'm like, you know what? I'm thinking to myself, I'm pretty sure I was spot on with the way I was trying to write this card. And uh, over the next week or two, I was thinking about it. I'm like second guessing myself constantly. Cause I'm like, well, she thought I was so far off. And then I'm, cause I know that even if the card was exactly what I thought it was at the beginning, it would have been fun in line with the people I used to hang out with, you know, cause that's just the way we joked with each other. Oh, that was it. Yeah. And well, so anyway, I wrote them another card. I went over is after Christmas when I gave them the card and, uh, and said, Hey, I'm not sure about that card. I left you and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, well, he's like, oh, no, no, no problem. I, I got the card totally. No big deal. And I'm like, all right. Well, I didn't. I verified what I had, what I had feared I put in the card that I didn't get the rolls backwards. Because I, I made jokes about, um, I told him that he, uh, well, what was it? Oh, I, I told her him that, oh, no, I told her, I go, you aren't you kind of laid off on him. I can tell it's something like, I mean, I was less wordy, I guess, but uh, the bruises on his face are diminishing. So you should probably change your, uh, your stance on, on the way you punch him or something. <laughs> it, was something it was something corrosive, you know, but <laughs> if, if you're one of the guys, it's like, it, it's either just funny or it isn't, you know? So what? But, uh, yeah, no, I had, I thought about it and I thought, well, you know, maybe I worded it backwards. Like he was beating her and he should be hitting her harder. And I'm like, oh, but that's not in line with what I meant, you know? <laughs> and, uh, anyway, I talked to him. I said, hey, just to be clear, though, didn't say anything. Anyway, I was on point. It was about her hitting him and the bruises wearing off on his face. With <laughs> 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 a pretty corrosive card, unless. I don't know if you're outside that circle, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it was all good. It was just my daughter. She's outside the circle, so she didn't get it. Yeah. But and, she's 13. Uh, right. Exactly. So, no, everything went all right. And it was good. He's like, oh, that's good. cool. You know, it's another card I can put on the mantle, you know? And I'm like, all right, that works, you know? <laughs> well, good. Yeah. But you have to consider 13-year-olds. Exactly. Girls. Yes, yes. 
Maybe Definitely. maybe you shouldn't have her write your cards out anymore. <laughs> right. Well, I'm definitely going to put more thought behind whatever it is I'm doing, whether it's whether yeah. or not she should be writing the card or whether or not I should be saying half of what I'm saying, you know? Yeah. And uh, however well-intended it is, it isn't necessarily well-intended for a 13-year-old girl. <laughs> well, just, Garrett, just wait till she gets when she's 16. Oh, boy. Listen. Listen, you're out of line right now. I'm telling you. <laughs> I was I was talking to my daughter. She's telling me that her birthday is next month. Oh, she's gonna be 14. And I'm like, oh crap, I'm stepping deep into the mire. And uh I don't need to be reminded. Yeah, that's great. Oh, no. Birthday coming up. I'll get you a present, but I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's just yeah. starting up. I know. And I, I know and I don't want to know. I want to yeah. or and pretend it doesn't exist. But I know reality and my desires are not always the same thing. <laughs> you got a rude you got a rude discovery. You got a rude awakening. Right. You got a rude awakening. Teenagers, you know, they're fun and then but then they have their own little mind made up what they want to do. And then uh, that's when the conflict starts. So. Yeah, well, it started, you know, when I, I found out that uh, I've, I was illuminated the idea of, um, or the idea that I'm not cool looking and I don't wear the right clothes. Uh -huh. <laughs> it was uh, illuminated to me and I'm like, yep. Uh, or my hat yeah. is not right or something stupid like that, you know. But uh, I guess here comes the onslaught, right? Well, just wait till they don't want, want to be seen with you. They're too old. They're, they're, they don't need that anymore. Yeah, you're too embarrassing. Yeah. Just no, wait till that happens. I was, I was thinking uh, yesterday or the day before, and I'm remembering uh, like prank calls from my daughter when she's at her girlfriend's house, you know, oh, I get yeah. prank calls about, you know, stupid stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, Garrett, just play the game, you know? And I'm like, there is no way she would do that with her friends anymore. And then I'm like, man, I kind of miss that, you know, <laughs> as obnoxious as it was, you know, it's gone and those days are over with, but, uh, I, mean, I don't expect my friend, my my friend, my son will ever do it. Maybe when he's, if he does, it's going to be when he's he's younger, even. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. But uh, so I got a couple years. You yeah, enjoy those couple years. Oh, I know. I'm like, you think, you, think a, you think a daughter is a lot of fun? Just wait till he gets thirteen. Then no, you're really going to be busy. Yeah, Dad, I want to do this, huh, Jason? Dad, I want to do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh, I'm bracing for impact. <laughs> yeah. 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 My my brother's daughter is six, and he's already dreading yeah her being a teenager. Mm-hmm. Right. The attitude is one thing to dread. And then the other thing I dread is, oh, my gosh. 
what happens when boys and and her start to like each other? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I'm dreading the first boyfriend, and I'm thinking, you know, before I thought, hey, well, you know what? I'll take him out to the gun set and show him some guns and be like, yeah, don't mess with idea. my daughter. But yeah. that kind of thing doesn't fly anymore, you know? I'd be looking at court cases probably. <laughs> even though I wasn't serious even a little bit, it's, uh, I think nowadays that kind of thing is court worthy. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you know, adjusting to the times. <laughs> yeah, I was talking with my buddy. He also, his daughter, seven. Um, like the first time she brings a guy over, when he answers the door, he's going to be naked holding a shotgun. <laughs> so, I'm like, yeah, I, I told him right then and there, I'm like, please let me know when that's happening because yeah. I want to film it. No, yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. But, uh, it, I don't think it'd go over well in a court. Anyway, no, that wouldn't go over too good. No, no pro- probably not. I, I, uh, I don't really think he cares though. No, that's something that he's been planning since she was like two. Oh, so he thinks he's just really gonna do it. Yep. Oh boy. Oh boy, I hope his wife and he and his wife are, or he has a wife at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah, really. Because <laughs> oh, yeah, that's perfect ex-wife court material. You know yes, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> You're right, Garrett. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know my ex would have a field day with that one, but uh, you couldn't get away with none of that. No, not even. I don't even think about it and think I'm okay with it. You're getting away with it. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I, you know, I myself, I, I don't have a daughter. I have a son. So I, I'm going to be the guy who's like, all right, like telling my son, you go over to that girl's house. If her dad is naked with a shotgun, <laughs> just be prepared. Be prepared. Right. Take off and <laughs> maybe teach him how to see if the uh, safety's on or not. And uh... yeah, really. <laughs> Asking, say, is your safety on? Right. No. Well, some guns you just look at them, and uh, you got that push button thing that's sticking out or not. You know. Yeah. And just looking at it, you'd be like, you'll know if you're about to be shot or if you've got 30 feet to run. <laughs> <laughs> well, Garrett, you, you know all about guns. Yeah, so. I, get, I, I know more than a lot of people. I mean, there's still people I look like a freaking idiot next to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But some of us don't know a thing about guns. Yeah. Jason a little bit about guns, not a lot. I, I know more now. Yeah. 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 They go shooting sometime. 
haven't been for a while, but yeah, I haven't either. It's uh, when I was driving, I used to go to the range every week, and uh, but now since I've stopped driving, uh, it's all kind of been put on hold. Hey, Garrett, how is your driving doing? How is it doing? Well, I've been Ubering for the last four or five okay. years, but um, I have hope, you know. I thought you were getting dr your uh, driver training again the last time you talked. Oh, well, see how that... I'm not, I've been thinking about just driving around the block to kind of get used to things, you know, or going driving with my buddy yeah. and, uh, um, yeah. things have gotten better, but I've found other stuff in my diet that I know needs to be fixed. And this morning I was on the phone with the grocery store that's local that has the right stuff for, that I need to be eating. Yeah. To replace the stuff that I am eating currently. And uh, like yes, yesterday or the day before, I had a piece of, uh, I had a, some burger that I hadn't finished and I tasted it and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Took a step back and I'm like, can't do that. Like, okay, more specifically, uh, black pepper throws me under the bus like you have no idea as far as my eyes go pepper. you're kidding no dead serious in fact i think black pepper might even be worse than chili and cayenne crap like that yeah but uh yeah it is yeah so anyway i took a bite of that leftover burger and i'm like i could taste it in the meat because that, well, that's all i was eating was the meat and i'm like Oh, that's not good right there. I've been eating this for who knows how long, thinking I'm doing things okay, wondering why things aren't right. Well, that's why. That's one of the reasons why, probably right there. Um, that, and I've been eating uh, vegan cheese. Well, come to find out the ingredients in a lot of the cheeses, the vegan cheeses, they have coconut oil in them, and coconut and I don't get along. So, uh, man, it's like everything I love to eat, you can't touch it. <laughs> I just, my, like, hearing you say that, my, my heart is literally breaking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I got fun with that sore, and, um, it's like up here in Chico, we don't have Whole Foods. I don't know why, but I did find a grocery store that's a lot like it. So they have a ton of health food stuff and stuff made different ways, you know. So I got off the phone with them this morning about cheese in particular. Yesterday about meat because uh, there's grass-fed meat and there's, well, there are three kinds of meat, but they're more or less two. You've got grain-fed meat and grass-fed grain finish they're the same thing and then there's grass-fed meat and i can tell you right off the bat if i'm eating grass-fed or grass-fed grain finished and uh 
yeah, you can taste the difference. The grain, I think, it tastes a lot better. But uh, the difference comes about in my vision. My eyes go freaking nuts. It's the weirdest thing. Ophthalmologists, optometrists, none of the eye people know what the heck. And my neurologists don't even know what's going on with that. And uh, so I just have to watch my diet. Well, that, Garrett, that is so good that you can pinpoint, you know, what is, what's causing it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you I've know. got a book, a diet book, and uh, I, I really i am not even sure how I got the book. And I thought about, I've been thinking about it for years. And um, I've only had the book for like years plus one. <laughs> so... <laughs> so uh i mean for a long time but wondering how i got the book i don't even know but uh no i can get it alone you can buy them on amazon but uh this book I'm, i've had so many diet books and yeah. they just don't do anything for me anything right you know but this one in yeah. particular the author has a, a doctorate in biophysics I had never heard of that before, but now I'm like, oh, well, okay, I'll give it a go. So what? And that book has uh, shown me or told me what steered, helped me, helped steer me the right direction. That's wonderful. Yeah, so, you know, I've been praying about my eyes and stuff and yeah. long, and I'm thinking, you know what? I don't know where that book came from. I don't remember ordering it. But I can't help but think God had something to do with it, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, he gets credit for all the good stuff. And um, mm-hmm. so I just uh, try to point credit there, not not at Sarah Ballantyne, who wrote the book. But um, all I can think is uh, God's working through her, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's benefiting more people than just me probably but yeah. i'm excited about it just the same and i'm excited about this store that i've got up here now i haven't bought that cheese and meat bum do that this afternoon but uh i'm excited for this change to come you know well garrett um that that's what erica was saying that one day that she was on with you guys she was, you know, wanting to know about the different allergies and the different foods that I think she's tried a lot of different things too, you know, well, Seth, to help her situation. If uh, you guys put me in touch with her, I'd be glad to talk to her about that one book. It's a, it was because yeah. I've, I've bought so many diet books. It's insane. And tried to follow along with this one, that one, that one, but it all always comes back to that one other one. I I just bet Jessica would love Erica. To, I mean Erica. Oh my god. Would love to have that book. Erica aka Jessica. And not not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Erica I don't know why I did that. But yeah, I just bet because she was asking you guys, I don't know if you remember, but she was asking you guys a lot of questions about the different diets and the and the different um, foods the that you guys were eating. Do you remember that, Jason? Mm-hmm. And uh, she's very interested in the 
Yeah, it was pretty much them two. Cause yeah, I aside from Peanut. peanuts, I I eat mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but who knows? There might be a few things that you're eating that you might not be, should eat. You know, because yeah, I know probably I know you take you take vitamins and stuff which you hadn't took before, but you guys have found out about what is it, vitamin K or what is it? Vitamin D. D. Yeah, D's huge. Really yeah. It really helps you. There's this other vitamin I, I just started taking again um, a couple of days ago. But my mom had told me about this vitamin, I mean, years ago. And I'm like, whatever, I'll give it a go. But I took the vitamin and I can't remember if it's day one or day two of taking that vitamin. I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Where did that stupid thing come from? You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah. And then I got away from it, but I think like I have a couple other times I got, I get away from my uh, diets and then I'm wondering what the heck. And I'm like, well, Garrett, you retard. It's because you got away yeah. from the diet and you've been away from it for how long? Progressively more and more and uh, mm-hmm. start over fresh. And that's kind of where I've been for the last month or two. And I don't want to, but it's become more and more evident to me that I need to uh, stake, take a, a few steps backward and uh, get started all over again. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. That yep. hence my calls um the last couple of days. Yesterday and yeah. this morning. Yeah. And check Yeah, but what's that? Oh, I, I was just gonna say, um, like circling back to your years plus one. <laughs> yeah. It just it it just reminded me of like we were talking the other day how I got from my great-grandfather Ewins, which is y'all plus three. Plus three, yeah. Yeah. So, is, you, 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 you said the plus one, and I'm like, oh. Plus three. That's like, <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, your, our diets, we don't know what they're putting in our food anymore. No. Everybody... You, you have to be, check everything out. Yeah, and, you know. and now I'm finding it's uh, not just what they're putting in the food, so organic meat, you know, that's one thing. But then what they're putting in the food that they're putting in us, you know what I mean? Yeah. So is it grass-fed or grain-fed? And then antibiotic-free, yeah. and then I'm eating it. So mm-hmm. a few steps back in the line of... Uh, I don't know, food. Right. Yeah, you know, there was, um, I went hunting, um, I was thinking about it this morning, how ironic that is, but uh, yeah, I was this morning, and I think it was like probably eight years ago, I went hunting and uh, nabbed some game, and uh, and I'm like, oh, that's got to be the healthiest thing there is, you know, because I'm eating all this it's 100% grass-fed meat, you know, and um, probably not any grain in there at all. I don't know. But then I got into, uh, 
I, I heard about, um, I don't remember where I learned about it, but in that area where I was hunting, they have a lot of fracking and, uh, fracking i don't know if you guys have seen documentaries on that stuff but it does yeah yeah it does so much yeah it's not good and uh yeah i've heard of that fracking yeah it's um well there's a lot of fracking in that area i was hunting so i Mm -hmm. i just tossed the meat and that really that was that was hard because it was it was uh probably 40 pounds of meat oh my maybe gosh. 50 yeah exactly and it would have been oh. and it was uh on one hand you look at it it's ideally dieted you know it's all wild game eating nothing but grass and regular crap but then i'm like you know what it's probably fracking impacted so what's in the grass what's that what what would be in the grass that they're eating? Oh yeah, from the fracking. Oh well, yeah. the fracking impacts the environment all around it. Just yeah. most people yeah. don't pick up on it because it doesn't affect mm-hmm. them. But it, mm-hmm. I can't say it won't affect me. I mean, black pepper for crying out loud, that affects me. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Boy, Jason. Jason loves black pepper. That that just it's it's hard to hear. It's like it's like a, a no pepper on your eggs. A shot in the nuts. Well, yeah. When I was a kid, I used to eat um, blackened trout at this uh, one restaurant we go to. It wasn't anything fancy. It was just blackened trout, and I freaking loved it. But not anymore, man. No way. Keep that away from me. I'm scared of it. (laughs) Yeah. And hot foods, spicy foods. No way. They go straight to my eyeballs. Oh, Jason loves spicy foods. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My heartburn doesn't. Yeah. (laughs) But I love the way it tastes. Mm -hmm. And I pay for it later. Yeah, I was in a hot wing eating contest. There are more details I won't go into now, but um, those peppers, <laughs> when I asked them what was in it, what was in the wings, they just laughed and wouldn't tell me. Yeah, yeah it was a, a thing where if you eat 10 wings in 10 minutes, you get a shirt. Uh-oh. You know, they were, and it was so hot. If I touched my face, and my hands had the least bit of sauce on then my face started burning. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, it's yeah. awful. Wow. You know. That capsaicin. Yeah. 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 So. Well, Garrett, um, Tyler, our, young, our youngest grandson, Ty, uh, Jason's baby brother, he loves those hot wings, as hot as they can get them. Right. What's those those that chicken that you guys buy? Oh, Wingstop. Wingstop, Gary. Yeah. And they'll get the hottest ones that they can get. Yeah. And they'll sit there and eat it, and go and go, and say, "Oh, wow, this is hot," you know. And but they're still eating it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, you wouldn't survive. You wouldn't survive with these guys. Not anymore. Before I, I'd beg the differ, but uh. <laughs> now 
No way. I, 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 I could probably do it, but I put up the biggest argument there is, you know? You'd have a couple of hard days. It goes straight to my vision. Yeah, no, you can't do that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. um, you know, immediately that day, I'm sure it would impact me, but, you know, for the next couple weeks at least. So, Garrett, this book, um, how does it read read in there? Does it just give the, the foods, like the meats, the vegetables and stuff? that you got that you should stay away from or that's healthy for you? Well, they've got, um, it's a thick book, but it's, it's, yeah, it's, um, it's very, uh, I don't know, a lot of thought went into putting the book together. And, uh, I mean, reading it, you can tell someone who has a doctorate must have written it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the way the information set out, but it has pages in there that say they have different categories of food and lists of food in that category, and it goes on and yeah. it has categories of food that you should not eat, some that you should eat, and uh, and, and uh, yeah. there are pages also that have uh, the chemicals and the reasoning for those groups of food, why you should and why you should not. Um, eat those foods and uh, yeah. So you don't you don't have a book handy, do you? So you could I could write the name of it down. No, I'm I'm, well, I'm th- you know what I'm Hold gonna on. I've been okay. I've been trying to think for like the last fifteen minutes what the name of that book is. Oh, that's okay, Garrett. No, it's Jason it's, said he'll take care of I'm it. With him. Yeah, Bye. I'm I'm gonna shoot you um Erica's phone number when we're done. Okay, and. uh See, I've got the book. Oh, here it is right here. Oh, hang on then. Let me get a pencil. Okay. I'll write it down. Okay. I'll give her the name of it. She can look it up on. Okay, ready. Okay, the name of the book is called The Paleo Approach. Paleo, P A L E O E O. Okay, P A L E O. Yeah. Approach. Right. The Paleo approach reverse. What is it? It's a reverse autoimmune disease and heal your body. And reverse. the author is Sarah Ballantyne. Sarah. Valentine, B-A-L-L-A-N-T-Y-N-E. B-A-L-L-A-N-T-Y-N-E. N-E. Yeah. So okay. it's not, it's okay. not, um, the book is called The Paleo Approach, but it's not a paleo diet. Let me be fair, Let me be very clear about that. There are a lot of paleo books out there, but it's called The Paleo Approach. So approach it's um okay. it's very not a paleo book. It's um a book with a paleo mindset, but it goes a lot further than a paleo book. It's uh yeah, it's um 
you have to uh i have see the book and you read it and you understand and um regular paleo books cut a lot of corners with respect to this book and uh like this this book there are no cut corners yeah i'm not saying the book has yeah. been perfect for me but it has been 97 98% hit the nail on the head and i'm like that's great i'm like that's great. i didn't want i don't i don't want to follow the rules in the book no i don't nobody does. right yeah like who wants to follow rules <laughs> and now you want to impact who wants to follow a book yeah you want to impact my food not cool yeah. not cool at all but uh, yeah. <laughs> when i start like tells me to stay away from dairy and you're oh, talking yeah. to a guy who loves the heck out of ice cream. I used to work in a oh. dairy place. It was amazing. But uh, not yeah. anymore. No way. Can't do it now. Yeah. So now I eat things made of, uh, well, other other kinds of ice cream. I eat the coconut yeah. milk ice cream. But uh, then you got uh, whatever. Anyway, other kinds of non-dairy ice cream. That are not made with coconut. Uh huh. Yeah. So this is called poly a paleo uh, approach. Paleo. Paleo approach. Yep. Review. Nope, just paleo. The paleo approach by okay. Sarah Valentine. Okay, so Sarah Valentine. Yeah. I will. You know what, Garrett? I will. Um write this down and I will take it over to and drop it off at Erica's. Maybe she could look it up. She'll have to order it. Yeah. Like I'm I'm still gonna get Erica yeah, and yeah, definitely. connected. Yeah. You guys have a lot of like dietary you do. Um I guess you could call them restrictions. Yeah. yeah. Because her eyes Garrett, her eyes bother her a lot too. Shut up. Yeah. Oh yeah. So maybe this is a, a blessing in disguise, so to speak, for me to. Uh, it's, it's a blessing. Be able to share these uh, things I've learned. Yeah. Yeah. Because when her started out, see, she was older, like you, when you got yours. Yeah. Your ass. Um, she was. She was. Her two daughters were older, and. Uh, that's how her vision started was affect her MS started her vision. And that's basically how Jason started. Yeah. We, we've all, all three yeah. of us like at mm -hmm. some point in time mm -hmm. have been affected or are affected by optic yeah. neuritis. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I, I haven't had the optic neuritis. I've got um, bilateral INO. So that's right. Right. But um whatever. That diet impacts that still, too. It's still your eyes. Yep. I mean, affected you somewhere or another. Yeah. So and she's and she's real interested in um taking a different approach to the foods that she eats, you know. Yeah, well she's a pretty healthy person from what I gather. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, she is. Yeah, you know, a lot of people, I think that a lot of people are, um, 
more more hesitant to um, do a lot of things. And uh, like one would be staying healthy, staying fit physically and whatever. And uh, mm-hmm. the fact that she's she does that. Oh, she works yeah, at it. She's talking about the walks she does and things like that. And um, mm-hmm. well, I remember after talking to her, I left with the impression that this girl's she's physically fit to some degree, you know? Oh, yeah. And she's um, gorgeous. So I don't know. And she, you know, it, it, she's so busy. She's with her children and her work. And then you know, she gets tired and she don't want to get tired. Oh, no, yeah, right. You know, you know, like it takes her down. Sure. Because she could do so much more, but this slows her down. Yeah. And if, if she feels like if she could get on a good, you know, regiment diet or find foods that would help her symptoms, her, what do you guys call that? Your you symptoms? Exacerbations. Oh, our exacerbation. Exacerbation. Yeah, no. You know, when she has a. When, when following this diet book, um, uh, hit the nail on the head, and um, it corrected so many things. Or okay, it, the book didn't correct me, but um, I think that God gave me that book to uh. To yeah. learn from, and I did. I learned a lot. I mean, I don't have a doctorate, and my head swims sometimes trying to read that book. But uh, yeah. Um. Anyway, it had a large amount of impact, and uh, well, probably because when you were reading it, you recognized some of the symptoms that you had, maybe. Oh, undoubtedly, yeah. Well, it. Okay, not as much as after I start. I I uh, it talked about it. It doesn't focus on um, which symptoms would affect oh, you. You know what okay. I mean? As much as it says yeah, okay. things like, "Oh, this this isn't good for the autoimmune affected part." You know, the person with autoimmune problems. This isn't either. Stay away right. from that and that. And. Um, it said things like, you know, stay away from peppers, you know, and, uh, or the nightshade group and, uh, peppers are in our nightshades, even though black pepper isn't and that bugs the heck out of me, but, um, (laughs) they all mess me up and I'm like, you know what? Well, after reading this book and then staying away from the, the nightshades as best as possible, then I was like, and then if I dip back into them for some reason, then I find out right away, yeah, that's a nightshade, and it went straight to my eyeballs. It gave me oh my vision, gosh. so stay away from pepper, you know. Well, that that would make it very easy to stay away from. Yeah, no, I think I think In my opinion. I think the problem the problems affecting my eyes are um i think it's a 
sort of a gift from God. Like, I mean, he's not doing stuff to us on purpose, you know, he's doing stuff to us to help us is the way I'm that. And I see that as, uh, you know, not eating peppers and staying away from black pepper. It's mm-hmm. probably not just helping my eyeballs. You know, it's got to be helping yeah. other parts of me right. too. And uh, your other, yeah, mm-hmm. it helps me to see clearly which foods are affecting me and not. Mm-hmm. Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, that's that's uh, that's my take on it. Yeah. Well, it's like that's what you got to do. Yeah. Um. To help yourself, you're working on it, and Jason's working on his. He's, you know, got the Lord in his life. Yeah, huge impact. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not something so, to be minimized. Mm-mm. Made a lot of a lot of good friends. Yeah. So. What do they all have in common? He's busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just glad you guys got to got acquainted. Just got you know. Yeah, our buddy Greg can take the credit for yeah. that because, I mean, how else would I talk to Don or met him? You know what I mean? We live hours and hours apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, friends mean a lot. Yeah. Good friends. Makes your life worth living. Networking. Worth living. Like, it's really helped Jason just to to uh, be on the podcast with you, and um, you know, I see a big change in his attitude. He's like happier. Uh, that's you know, good. He's got, he's, he, well, he's got something to look forward to. Like, oh, I got to. He's grandma. I got to get the podcast going on Monday. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know, and and then he goes to church on Wednesdays and. Sundays and so it gives you know he's Thursdays, not, yeah. Tuesdays, <laughs> <laughs> pick a day. And you know it's almost like right now he's too busy, so he needs to like slow down just a little bit. Yeah, it's got, it's hard to put the brakes got, on things sometimes. Yeah, he's he's shaking his head no. Well, <laughs> you know God doesn't give us more than we can handle. Okay, okay. so. With that in mind, I I got this. Well, he doesn't give us more than we can handle, but he's also given us um, the mindset to know whether or not we can or should not be trying to handle that, whether or not we need to tap on the brakes and slow it down. He's given us that, right. too. So that's something else that we need to do, you know, just be cognizant mm-hmm. of the fact that we can and um, mm-hmm. we can tap on the brakes, and mm-hmm. just because we're not doesn't mean that we should not, you know. So that's that's uh, I think gets to be me a fight me against myself a lot of times where I'm like uh, refuse to tap on the brakes regardless of the fact that I know I probably should, and. Uh, 
I don't know. Yeah. Just more to learn. I, I don't think Jason. I don't think Jason even thinks about tapping on the brakes. New. No. Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't get that impression either. But you know what? Yeah. <laughs> I I don't. Uh, I know that in the past I've been the exact same way. I've just been push, push, push. And uh, at some point I'm like, you know what, Gary, you need to slow your roll. Because uh, as much as you'd like to think you can do this and as, as much as you did used to be able, there's a reason you can't do 15, 20 miles in the mountains, up and down, trails, rocks, this, that. Yeah. You can't do it anymore. So just like you understood, like, you can't do it anymore. At the time, it took you falling on your face and cracking your head on rocks, maybe, but you don't want that to happen again, so don't learn the hard way again. <laughs> right. Yeah. Learn the hard way once, and then if you're smart, <laughs> you the next time it won't be so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully you learn when you're being and when you're not being bullheaded. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I learned when I learned, I learned, I don't want to find out I'm being bullheaded at this point in time on this particular item. <laughs> like, <laughs> like racing down a mountain on my bike over rocks and crap, you know? Oh. Yeah. That's rough, right? A rough ride. My my buddy broke both his arms doing that. Yeah. I believe it. You know how he had he had two both his arms in, in casts. Oh yeah, that's rough. Then how oh all I can think is like how do you bathe at that point? You know what I mean? Like, his wife did it. Yeah, twice. right. Which <laughs> yeah. I can see where that could be a good thing, but at the same time it's like <laughs> My ability's gone, you know, and that that's kind of right off putting. It's a setback to say the least. I had one time I was barreling down a down a fire road and uh I got in some gravel and my bike slid out from under me. And uh I don't know if it knocked me out or not. I think maybe it did, but when I got up, good thing I was wearing a helmet. Because uh, when I got up, I had a rock sticking out of my helmet. <laughs> it undoubtedly would have kissed my brain if I wasn't wearing one, you know? Yeah. And those rocks are bad kissers. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. They don't understand, you know, gently. Right. Please. Right. <laughs> it was like it was like when I got in my motorcycle accident I'm flying over the hood of a car just thinking well this can go one of two ways I can just try to ragdoll or when I hit the ground I can just roll and I'll be fine and that's what I did. I just rolled and I had a couple cuts. My my bike was totaled, but like I was good. 
and the lady who hit me, the front end of her car was gone. It was demolished. Yeah. What, she hit you with the front end? Yeah, I was going straight. She was making a, a left trying to make the red light. Yeah. But I was already in the in the intersection because when I entered the intersection, it was a yellow. A couple people playing with so, fire right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay. And, and my bike, um, it had a highway bars on it. Like, so you put your feet up when you're going down the highway. Sure. And the highway bar that she hit, her I think it was like a Toyota Corolla or something. It was, the front end was gone, dude. Yeah, it wasn't a beast, that's for sure. Yeah. So, it, uh, that car lost. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, so did my bike. But yeah, at least you made it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miracle or over the hood. <laughs> yeah, miracle. There you go. Yeah, I'm still actually wearing today, right now. I'm wearing the cowboy boots that I wore during the accident, and one of them flew off my foot and landed on the other sidewalk 60 feet away. Oh, really? Yeah. The firefighter, like, brought it over, and he's like, is this yours? <laughs> I look down at my feet. Right. I'm like, oh, yeah, it it is. So, yeah. I mean, that, I mean, talk about you know, having hope and like the hope in God's protection. It's like that whole situation was God. Like, I got this. And like, I, I came out essentially unscathed. That's great. Yeah. He didn't need that motorcycle anyway. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can tell that's that's a little uh, what we thought about him having a motorcycle. Yeah, because they scare me anyway, especially the way people drive nowadays. Yeah. So, but it was good for They're him. So fun. Uh, have a, a motorcycle. Learn how to. He he learned how to drive it and get around. It was. What do you want to say? It was part of your life. It was. It, it was. You can look back on it now. Yeah. That. And um, hopefully, I get back to the point where I can ride one again. Yeah. Well. No, there, there is no well. <laughs> like, I'm. Gonna, <laughs> There's well on my part. I'm. I'm gonna build myself back up. I don't know. It might take twenty years, but. Well, I probably won't be here in 20 years, so go ahead. <laughs> yeah. But like I I'm I'm gonna I'm at one point in time I'm gonna own another motorcycle. Okay, good. That's that is a good um, um what's it called? A goal? You? 
Gold. Oh, thank you, Gary. Yep. Yeah, that's a good gold. 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 Yeah. G O L D. No, no. G O A L. G G O A L. Yeah, that's good gold. Go. <laughs> <laughs> so if I, that'll get it, make him have a goal, that's good, Garrett. Uh, I I guess it's like at, at this point in my life. You might as well put that on my bucket list. Okay. Well, at at, at this point in your life, it's how far are you willing to go to do what you may need to do or to yeah. learn what you need to do to get there, you know? Like, I, I had to stop eating uh, peppers and ice cream. Yeah, you had to stop eating burgers. Yeah. Peppers, ice cream, burgers, because yeah, only one in a hundred burger places have grass-fed meat. And then um, you get into, well, how do they prepare the meat? What do they put on the grill before they meet, put the meat on it? You're right. Yeah. 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 Garrett, we don't know what we're eating. <laughs> Yeah, well, unfortunately, my eyes tell me what I should and should not be eating, however good it looks and smells, you know? <laughs> well, that's great. That is that is absolutely great. And something I've learned is that the better it tastes, probably the bigger the reason I shouldn't be eating it to begin with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. What you enjoy, it's not good for you. It happens to a lot of things. Right. Like ice cream. You like ice cream? I, Jason, I like ice cream. But what does it do to my stomach? What, you know, the, the weight that it puts on my belly, you know, <laughs> or my rear end. You know, this morning I was talking at a grocery store about the cheese, the vegan cheese. I, I hate to call it cheese because it's not real cheese. But uh, at this point, it tastes like cheese, but only because... <laughs> You know, when you've been eating dirt long enough, anything can be cheese. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so. You're so hungry for some cheese, you'll eat yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I told her, I go, do you have any of that vegan cheese that doesn't have any black pepper or coconut oil in it? And uh, she said she found some, and um, she told me what they were. And uh, so now I'm going by there today, and I'm like, Pick some up, see what's up. But uh, I was so excited. I told her, I go, you have no idea how exciting this is because. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny, Garrett, how you get so excited when you, when this happens, you know, like you get so excited that you can enjoy a piece of cheese that's not going to. That's that. that. A piece of cheese yeah. that isn't cheese. Something it's, that it's tastes something like cheese. Take it down, <laughs> you know, that you can enjoy. You can you can enjoy it, not worrying about what it's going to do to your eyes and, you know, your muscles and all that. You get so excited that you finally found it. I found some, uh, like, I can't deal with, like, I don't deal too well with gluten and, or rice, for that matter. Yeah. And, uh... And I found some tortillas like a week ago 
that don't have gluten and they aren't the typical gluten-free tortilla that are gluten-free because they use rice instead. Well, those don't work with me. And uh, I found some tortillas that are gluten and rice-free. They're made out of the uh, cassava plant. And, uh, well, those work. So now I can eat a quesadilla of, you know, if you want to call it that, it is yeah. Not quesadilla by definition as you can get, but uh, it, yeah. it tastes uh-huh. a little bit like a quesadilla, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. Oh you're, wor- <laughs> you're working on it, Garrett. That's amazing. That's- it's the furthest thing from a quesadilla, yeah. but they call it a quesadilla, yeah. and it kind of tastes like a quesadilla. Yeah. So it's a quesadilla. Well, at this point, yeah, it's a quesadilla. I'm not going to try and convince my friends it is. I'll always word it as a quesadilla that I eat if they want to try it. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not, it might be pretty darn good. I'm not going to give and it to it them might. and play like it's a real one, you know? <laughs> yeah, don't say anything. Yeah, and they might like it, and it's good for them. They might appreciate it. Yeah, maybe. I, I'm not saying that the stuff I eat is healthy for everybody, but it's not unhealthy for me, and that's that's uh, definitely that's where it is, I guess. That's, yeah, that's a key. I've got uh, quite a few friends that are uh, their diets are gluten free, and I've not since this uh, virus has been around, but I used to see them at Ralph's a lot, and they. Ralph's down here has a lot of gluten-free foods. If you want to look for them, I don't. Do you guys have Ralph's up there? No, uh, the only thing with an R is a Rayleigh's, and uh, yeah. But I still lean towards Safeway. And yeah. Go to Rayleigh's. They, they have don't it. have the stuff I want at Safeway, but now there's oh, more oh. up here. It's called, it's called New Earth, and um, which it's not a chain, but it's most like Whole Foods. Most it's oh man, it's so much like a Whole Foods. I felt like I walked into a Whole Foods and I walked into it, but uh, we don't have Whole Foods up here, but we have this other one, New Earth, and um, I walked inside and it's got that feel, you know, and um, yeah. Everything about it screams the same thing Whole Foods does. So, uh, anyway, I'm excited about that grocery store. I just don't like the idea that I have to get there. Yeah. 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 So, do you do you um, do you eat a lot of gluten free things? Do you look for it? Oh, if if it's something that might have gluten in it, I don't even consider it it's that extreme but uh i also need to stay away from grains and so like there's gluten-free bread right well it's it's made of grains and um so it doesn't um bode well it's not as good as i mean it's not as bad as uh eating bread that is not gluten-free but just because it's gluten free doesn't mean it's okay. But it has whatever it is, it has to be gluten free. 
and uh okay and so i'll take it from there but then it needs to be green free and like cassava i was talking about earlier those tortillas they're made from cassava they're like made of the uh cassava root i think or cassava root and uh, it's just ground up and treated like anything else but it's not wheat it doesn't have gluten and uh so it's works for me you know Mm -hmm. and it's not rice which irritates Mm -hmm. me because i love rice (laughs) anyway yeah yeah so so do you do a lot of all your own uh, cooking and for your dinner and well the cooking and my dinner is something i'm uh come to terms with i've got to uh remap a lot of what I'm doing because for years, literally years, um, I ate the exact same friggin' thing every single day for dinner. And, yeah, um, I bet that got old. Oh, it got old, sure, but that is not why I stopped eating it. It's because I was affected by whatever it is. My body said, nope, that's too much of that. You gotta knock it off. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was vitamin A, but uh, my neurologist before and now is like, uh, yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> but um, oh. the things high in vitamin A, like leafy greens, you know, they do it to me too. But uh, I used to eat every single day. I used to eat probably two or three pounds of zucchini. Oh, yeah, zucchini. zucchini's high in vitamin A, so that's what got me on that vitamin A kick, you know, that I shouldn't be doing that. I looked into vitamin A and uh, the uh, symptoms of uh, overdoing it, what are they called, the toxicity symptoms of vitamin A, and I exhibited them to a T almost. You had them all Oh, yeah. Right? So it makes me think it must be vitamin A, but... All these doctors and people are telling me, oh, it's not vitamin A. And so I'm like, well, maybe it's something else in the plant. And um, I don't know. So I don't know what it is. I, I've got to uh, figure out what it is. Like when I went, yeah. when I went, um, it only lasted a few weeks, but I went uh, vegan. My body felt so much better. Oh, my gosh. But my eyes hated it like you have no idea. Oh, no. Yeah, so I had stopped that. And believe me, I wanted to. I was looking for a good ex- I don't know. I just miss meat, you know, because I love meat. And uh, so anyway, I'm on a, I'm on a new uh, mission, I guess, to uh, sort out what it is I'm doing. Maybe it's like a combination that I need to do. It's a combination of uh, um, vegan and grass-fed meat, you know? Yeah. So as much as the two butt heads. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. You're working on it, Garrett. That's the main yeah, thing. Yeah, I got to figure it out. Well, it'll happen. Yep. 
I admire you for that. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah, I really do. You're figuring it out for yourself. Oh, yeah. That, well, I don't know. If I'm, I'm not doing it. I won't take the credit for doing it all myself. You know, I don't know that you meant it that way, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Just keep chugging. You, you do, you, do you have a nutritionist or. That's what I mean. You know, you're. Yeah, yeah. Some I've I've had a few over the years, and yeah. uh, something I've come to learn about nutritionists at the VA in particular, and I'm not going to put names out there, right? But uh, anytime, I think anytime you get someone with the job that doesn't take a whole lot to learn about, and you have little to no. Um, threat of being fired or removed from your position you have very little motivation to keep learning about what you're doing in your job and perfecting things well those people are not the best to go to i think that's what i found you know Mm -hmm. and uh and so yeah they're just showing up and collecting a paycheck yeah exactly and uh and they get to be really good at it you know portraying that image of someone who knows what they're talking about what they're doing and uh like after that book and from my own experiences i've learned so much that i'm talking nutritionists i'm like yeah you are that person that is not afraid of being fired and only works with yeah. the general public, you know, and people that wouldn't know when you're backwards and you're cutting corners. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about to a degree. You know, I unfortunately can speak from experience, you know, that, yeah, it's not yeah. right and that's not right. So, Yeah. When I was in the Bay Area, I think I was more apt to find a good nutritionist than up here. Uh, yeah. It's a small town, relatively. De- well, I don't know. Like the most recent I heard was there are two hundred thousand people up here after the things skyrocketed after the campfire, which is paradise catching on fire, burning down. All those people, most of them moved to Chico. Uh-oh. Yeah, so the population here exploded, and uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, but it exploded not in ways that the Bay Area exploded. You know, the Bay yeah. Area was flooded with well, literally millions of people, and um, which is something that has occurred and happened over time. But uh, that's not the way it happened up here. See if you had a bunch of uh, a bunch of people that um, I don't know. Wow! In general, you don't have the same income group up here in Chico as you do in the Bay Area, which is, I mean, can be said about most places in the country, right? But um, yeah. So people aren't paid as highly to go above and beyond. 
and have incentive to go above and beyond like the dietitians in the Bay Area, I would assume. Where, you know, the dietitians up here are not in that same category of people paid to go above and beyond and actually do their job to a degree that would benefit me, you know, as much as the masses. But anyway. Right, right. Yeah. They don't necessarily focus on like the micro level. Right. But they do the macro. Right, exactly. In general public is is macro, right? And that's kind of what you just said. But, uh, and I'm in that micro group. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, a lot of it is, uh, a lot of work is pushed back on me. And it's up to me to find it and know where to find it. Take care of yourself. Go to God with a lot of it. You got to take care of yourself. Or all of it. Yeah. You're doing a good job. Thanks. Trying. really are. I admire you and Jason. Glad you guys found each other. Well, we didn't necessarily. Well, we yeah, we, we yeah. kind of did, but we were introduced by someone that we have in common. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But what I'm saying is, Jason, um, you really didn't know that many people that that have MS, do you? No, you know, to to really talk and discuss and right, it was just like me, Erica, and then I added, (laughs) and you, (laughs) and you didn't even really get to to talk to Erica that much. Just talked to her a few times, right? You know, till the other day. You know, she, but she always asks about you and. You know how you're doing and tells me how she's doing and then she's off to her job, you know, and I did not know that she was suffering, you know, as much as she has been with it because she she's a trooper. man. She's a trooper. You know, Mm -hmm. it's funny. uh, You're talking about her going to work and I get that before I was singing. Well, she's probably like a housewife that just does whatever you know and she deals with the ms and i know what i i don't know her anymore you know but i i have known i knew another woman that was uh one of my my daughter's friend's mom uh that was this where she was a stay-at-home mom but she had ms and you wouldn't even know she has ms but uh i found out whatever long story Mm -hmm. um i found out she does and uh and then I thought Erica was probably in the same group as her. She is, yeah. Oh, she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she, she she's a like a housewife, but she also owns her own real estate company. No, sure, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Plus yeah. She's got four children, and when she goes to work, she looks like a model. I mean, she's gorgeous. She's a, uh, she's a black, they're black people, but they're so wonderful. Yeah. I love them. But she, when she comes out of the house in the mornings, oh, I'm going, oh my God. 
How does she right. do it? Does she just look, she just, she's just like a, and, and so, but underneath, I just found out, you know, the last podcast that you guys have, you know, that how much she does. And I do know that several times um, she would have to come home and, and she would tell me, I, I'm just going to, I'm going to go to sleep. Yeah, right. I don't want nobody to bother me. And, yeah, uh, I think, I think she's kind of rare in that uh, I've got a buddy down there still that um, his sister has MS and um, she, she is um, extremely motivated with her job. And uh, well, it isn't often that you meet people like that in general. And um, well, I don't know. I was kind of taken back by that just because, well, I, um, well, I had a job where I worked, well, I've always worked way, way more than most people in that job, if they even had a job, you know, and, uh, well, I don't have that in common with a lot of people because a lot of people are all about just getting to work, doing what you got to do to get home and then, uh, go do your thing. But me, I just like being there, you know. I just like working. You know, when I get a check, well, that's great, you know. But even if I didn't get a check, I'd probably still do it, you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 And uh, my buddy's sister, she strikes me the same way. That girl, Erica, strikes me the same way. Yeah. She's motivated. She's got drive. And yeah. You know, yeah, I've met more people that are just about, I don't know, they have good attitudes. They aren't struck, you know, they're not looking in the direction, for, you know, looking everywhere to get yeah, away like from work. But I mean, I don't know. Me, my buddy's sister, and sounds like Eric too, we all enjoy working. Mm-hmm. Like you guys have drive. Yep, Jason's got drive. You've got drive. So that's wonderful. Yeah, it's a yep. It's an adventure. <laughs> yep, it's net adventure every day. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for listening to the MS Twins Podcast. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts. And as always, you can email the show at themstwins at gmail.com.